This episode of Misinformation Podcast is brought to you by the 2014 Misinformation Podcast Christmas Spectacular. Visit misinformationpodcast.bandcamp.com to purchase your digital copy of the 2014 Christmas Spectacular. Included with your $1.99 purchase is the Christmas Spectacular and the 2014 bonus cast. Over three and a half hours of audio content for only $1.99. If three hours of content isn't enough Misinformation Spectacular goodness, the Misinformation Podcast Christmas Spectacular Complete Collection is also available at misinformationpodcast.bandcamp.com. Over 12 hours of audio content for only $4.99. Every penny goes toward continued financing of Misinformation Podcast. Happy holidays from your friends at Misinformation Podcast, and thanks for listening. I feel like, let's see if I can get back up for one more round. <laughs> Three, two, one, contact. Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. It's Misinformation Podcast, baby! podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Contact Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at misinfopodcast. Welcome back to Misinformation Podcast for episode 248, the conclusion of our conversation with Sean. It was just too much chatter to be contained in one episode. Before we get into the episode, there was an issue with Bandcamp that would only allow individual episode downloads if the episodes also stream for free, so we had to go back to only offering them as separate sets. The pricing has not changed. Thanks for listening. All right, and we're back. <laughs> had, After, to do, uh, had to do some tending to the fire there. <laughs> commercial break. Well, I decided, uh, I decided to throw a giant log on the fire earlier. <laughs> And I forgot that uh, once you get enough wood in there, there's no way to pick that log up and rotate it. It's a little compact. Yeah, because the the, the claws, you know, the big claw picker upper deal, uh, it opens far enough to pick that log up, but the logistics of spinning it are not real great. So hopefully it'll it'll burn enough to keep you warm. It's a lot warmer standing over there than it is sitting over here, though. It's like a fat man trying to turn over in his sleep in a Japanese (laughs) microtel. <laughs> oh yeah, that's probably because he's uh, also uh, filled the room with all the underwear he's bought out of vending machines. Oh, likely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you started talking about movies. Oh yeah. So well, I so I I'm not so sure about this. The I mean, I'll, I'll go see the third installment of The Hobbit for sure. See, I still haven't seen the Desolation of Smog. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, so it's I don't know. I mean, the 
the whole idea was that the Hobbit was never written as like an action-packed story. It, was, right. it wasn't it was a, an epic kind of a saga. journey, right? Yeah, it was a very storytelling journey. Yeah. And so now it's been it's it's been turned into this like they try to make these epic battle scenes. Well, isn't the isn't the final one called like the Battle of Five Armies or something like right, that? Right. Yeah. yeah. Is it the five? Five armies. Yeah. yeah. So that and, would I, I don't know that would lead you to believe there's going to be a huge battle battle between. Five armies. Yes, and uh, and when you're and you, when, when I will be will be taking this in, I'll be wondering this isn't what I got from the book at all. Was there a ba- giant battle in the book? There is, but it's like a talked about thing. It's like oh, like he wasn't there for it. Yeah, it's like a there's it's the lore. It's like a very storytelly kind of. See, I've never read any of the books. It's a, the Hobbit's a very short story. Really? Yeah, and you could you could crank the thing out and. I don't know, five hours. No shit. Yeah. See, we've got it upstairs. Jenny has like an old hardcover version. It's a quick read. Maybe I should just read it and see what happens. Yeah, it's it's a neat book, but well, it's, it's a very fun... When I moved to Arizona, I listened to... Was it when I moved to Arizona? or was Yeah. When I moved to Arizona, I listened to all three of the books on CD. Okay. Um, which I have to assume they're abridged, because the books, they're pretty weighty, right? The, yeah, they've the, got some girth to them. So, um... I, but I haven't. I've never read them. I feel like I should. But the movies to me were so visually stunning. Yeah, I would just prefer to watch the movies. They are, and at least to that too. He used uh, the original illustrator that Tolkien used was Alan Lee, and he was consulted. Oh, really? With the art direction of the movies. Oh, wow. So that was that was kind of a neat, a neat tie. No, there was there was an animated film, right? There was. Of the Lord of the Rings, yeah, not just the, the Hobbit. The eighties, I think, and it was so, that uh, that style of animation, kind of similar to the Smurfs. It was, yeah. I think the old Dungeons and Dragons cartoon yeah. was in that same yeah. vein. Yep, yep. Um, I don't, I don't remember watching it. I remember being not interested in it because it looked boring. Right. So was did you watch the cartoon? No, I never did. See, and I never did either. So I wonder how good or bad it was. I'd be inter- I'd be interested to check it out. Well, I think I would, it'd be kind of fun. I would think that the problem with uh, a cartoon, especially in that time period, was all cartoons were very happy for the most part. <laughs> right. So I would find it hard to believe. It's a fairly the the Lord of the Rings trilogy is a fairly dark story. There are a lot of not happy moments in that. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of walking. <laughs> <laughs> and they were walking. And they were walking. walking. <laughs> and then they walked some more and. There was some more walking. Then they talked. Then they had third breakfast. Then they walked some more. Yeah, it's it's a weird story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I almost uh, started rewatching it the other day because I just got done playing uh, uh, Battle Middle Earth: uh, right. Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, uh, for uh, Xbox 360, and I enjoyed the shit out of that. So is that a first-person shooter style? Uh, no, third-person <laughs> adventure. Okay. Yeah, um, similar similar to like an Assassin's Creed. Uh, same combat mechanic, um, basically as the Batman Arkham series. Okay. Uh, it's on the Havoc engine, so it's uh, it's very easy to pick up and play. Okay. Um, not a lot of, uh, not a steep learning curve. Once you figure out figure it out, once you kind of devise your style, um, and, and upgrade your guy enough, you're going to win every battle. So that's kind of a little frustrating. I mean, I, I died. Several okay. times, but in weird places. Like, I would die. I'm like, how the fuck did I die there? And and part of the idea behind the story is that uh, death refuses him. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. every time you die, um, especially if you get killed by an orc, that orc, there's this, this hierarchical 
uh, command structure with the orcs. There's the war chiefs and then the captains, and each there's rows of captains, and they can get promoted up a row. So, like, say an orc kills you, he automatically gets promoted to captain. Okay. If he's already a captain, he gets promoted as power level goes up. Um, now, the captains don't challenge for war chief until you kill one of the war chiefs. Then it's possible for because the war chiefs usually arrive with a couple captains in tow. Okay. And if you kill the war chief without killing his captains, one of his captains will immediately be promoted oh, to war chief. So then you have to kill him anyway. So one of the hints they give you in the game is always take out the war chief's bodyguards before taking him on. Well. The thing is, the battles aren't that difficult. So sometimes it's just easier to kill whoever's close to you. Right. So you jump down, you kill the war chief. They show you a little cinematic where his captain gets promoted. And invariably, he'll try to run away because uh, there's runes that you can add to your weapons. One of the runes is basically to um, uh, fill everything and cause uh, chaos when you kill a captain or a war chief. Okay. So like your all your health fills up, all your arrows fill up, and then everyone that was following that war chief or captain scatters after you after you kill him. Well, they scatter, but you can see where they're running. So if it's another captain or a war chief, you just chase them. Oh, wow. Okay. And there's a great fucking bow and arrow move where it's called pinning, and you draw down on him and shoot him in the leg, and it pins him to the ground. Oh. And, he, and, and they're looking down, they're trying to pull their their leg up and stuff. So then you can chase them down and whack their head off. Or something. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah. all right. It's pretty cool. Like, it's a cool game. I enjoy the shit out of so it. So do you have a choice of what what characters you can be then? No, no, no. You're uh, you're um, a ranger named Talion. Okay. Who uh, his his family was murdered in front of him, and he was killed, but death wouldn't take him because he was cursed. Well, you find out later why that is. Um, he's he's possessed right out, out off the jump. He's pos- not a spoiler at all. He's p- possessed uh, by a wraith, a, a okay. white a white walker, a white wraith of. Uh, an elf named Celebrimbor. And okay. uh, and that's a huge part of the story. You find out later why he can't die and what Celebrimbor has to do with it and um it's kind of it's kind of a neat story. Um Gollum right. Gollum's part of it shows up a little bit. Nice. Um so it where it falls, it obviously falls between the Hobbit and the Fellowship of the Ring. Like okay. it falls in there I somewhere see. because okay. Gollum's still alive. Yep. Um but yet uh Sauron is trying to uh, resurge. He's trying to come take physical form, um, and he has a the black hand of Sauron is who you're battling. He looks just like Sauron. Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, quite possibly the easiest final boss I've ever played in any game. Okay. Um, it, ridiculously easy. Uh, I was almost insulted by it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's a fun game. I mean, and there's tons of side missions, a lot like Assassin's Creed. There's all kinds of extra shit you can go do. You can uh, go do extra stealth missions and battle missions and, and uh, archery missions. And you can go free slaves and, and all kinds of shit. That's a lot of fun. I, I played it for two days without ever starting an actual mission. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Crazy. Then I, then I did the story after that. I still don't have I don't know how to have a console. I don't, I don't know. I would like to get one. I would get a PS4. Yeah. Yeah, um, Xbox One had a lot of buggy problems with it, and uh, you know PS4 it um, plays Blu-rays, yeah, there you, you know, go, and stuff. So it's it's and it's supposed to be a good machine. I haven't heard any complaints. Of course, the hackers just nailed the PlayStation Network again. 
Oh, right at Christmas. Oh, there's that whole Sony thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just, you know, don't put any nudie pictures on there right. or any emails you don't want read. So they don't, do both consoles have uh, access to, like, various apps like Netflix and all that? Yeah. You can just yeah. go to? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, I mean, I use uh, Apple TV for that. Okay. So... Um, I love my Apple TV, man. That thing is fucking magical. And I a lot of times I forget I even have it. So I'll be sitting in the living room like, oh, fuck. I have Apple TV. It's such a weird, we're in such a weird transition because there's like there's that, there's Chromecast. Yep. You know, there's Roku. Mm-hmm. Roku is one of the earlier ones. Yep. But they're and still around. They are. And, but also the things are kind of phasing because the the TVs themselves are just kind of absorbing that yeah, as they a lot come of, out. Yeah, a lot of smart TVs already have apps. They have yeah. a smart TV you can get Netflix on, they, which is smart. If you, I mean, if you think about it, it's it's a good business decision yeah. uh, by the television manufacturers because they're like, hey, look, why not charge a little more for the TV um, and not lose out on that market? Yeah. You know, just have this technology embedded in the TV because it makes a hell of a lot more sense. I mean, don't really don't people want less shit? Yeah. clutter up there i mean you look at my fucking entertainment center up there it's retarded i mean i've got a ps3 i've got an xbox 360 uh surround sound blu-ray player uh, uh direct tv dvr yep. and now a record player like i'm running out of room i'm gonna stack it so high i'm not gonna be able to put the records on because <laughs> i'm gonna be lifting up over my head and lifting the dust cover and trying to set up the record and the record and it's gonna be a fucking retarded um you know, I love my Apple TV uh, because and the nice thing for me for Apple TV, I have Apple devices. I have right. you know an iPad, I have an iPhone, and you can sync them together. So like I can drive the Apple TV with my iPad or with my iPhone, okay, and um, transfer shit. Like I can do uh, transfer things that I'm watching. Like say I'm looking at a YouTube video, I can turn on the Apple TV, tell it to Apple Share with the TV, and now I'm watching the the YouTube video on my okay. on my television. With no degradation, you know, if you're using a laptop yep. and sending it to the TV, it, it, you're going to get some degradation. It's not going to be as sharp, even if you're doing HDMI. Whereas the Apple TV up converts it for you. I see. It makes it super sharp. So it serves. There's a uh, there's a device. I was like, because I've got a Samsung phone, uh-huh. and uh, in order to get it to, I'm sure there are other ways, but there's like something called like an Air Call, something like that that you you basically plug into the HDMI on your TV. Mm-hmm. And then it serves as a, a basically a relay for screen mirroring. Yep. And so this then you can screen mirror on a on a TV with that. Then same idea. Yeah. But it's a third party involvement. So right, right. Yeah, and and it's yeah, it's a very. I'm surprised Samsung didn't just have their own. I would think if you have a Samsung TV, then then it might yeah, just bring it in. They with, might be able to tether the two together. Yeah, yeah, which would make a lot more sense if you think about it. Um, but uh, like you know Chromecast and the new Amazon Fire. Yeah. Uh, cast deal they're basically the same thing i mean as right. apple tv they're but they're independent of any other devices well that the, the uh the amazon fire one might work with the kindles i'm not sure Kindle oh, yeah, it might i don't know does. if it does for sure or not but that one there's two different versions of that you can get one that looks like the little box like mm-hmm. apple tv or you get the one that just jacks straight in your hdmi port on the side of your I assume it's the HDMI port. It could very well be one of the USBs. I don't know, but on the side of your TV. Sure. Um, I, I, Apple TV, again, Apple, it's one of those deals where Apple usually doesn't do something until they get it right. Oh, so, right. And, and, and Apple was out first with this, and I haven't any major complaints. I've been having a little trouble with my iPad lately driving it, so I'm wondering if I might need to do some updates because Apple TV, I think, will take updates, and my iPad might need some 
OS updates, but um, I was just using my phone with it the other day, trying to. I was trying to actually trying to Skype and use okay. my TV as the display, and it worked. Um, but what I found was because of all the information that I had to pass back and forth between the phone and the Wi-Fi network, yep. and then the, the Apple TV using the Wi-Fi network, it it fucked up my Skype. Because it was using too much bandwidth, so oh, okay. I ended up actually actually having to unplug the Apple TV, so it wasn't using the oh, network. Wow. Yeah. So what do you what do you use for like sending, like sending large like video or data files? Uh, Dropbox. Do you usually. do you Dropbox? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, usually. Um, there's other stuff out there, but it's easy. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. You, I don't send a ton of big stuff. Yeah. And this has been your misinformation technical minute. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, contact. <laughs> So what did you get for Christmas? Uh, what the hell did I get for Christmas? Um, I don't even know what the hell I got. I, I know you got a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. <laughs> I did get a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. But, we uh, fucking destroyed that thing. We did. I, like, that was it. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I also didn't know my beer was $7. One beer was $7? It, yeah. Like, that's oh, like I would have been pissed. That's like an Aspen beer. That's... Like, this is a... For one beer? It's Buffalo Wild Wings in Iowa. It wasn't even a big beer. No. So, whatever. And it was just a Sam Adams. Yeah, it was a Sam Adams, so. See, they did that shit to me in Atlanta, too. Uh, I walked up to the beer vendor at, at, at Dragon Con, and their beer prices are a little high. Well, right. But I was like, so. It was a con. Well, right. And I go, so um, how much for a, a, a bottle of beer? And they're like, uh, domestics, uh, $5, imports, $6. I was like, okay, well, I'll just take a Sam Adams. That'll be $6. I go, uh. Sam Adams is in the domestic, and he goes, yeah, but it's a premium beer, so it's the same price as the import. Yeah, I go, yeah, well, okay, fine, whatever, give me one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so oh la- later we just went to a fucking. Uh, they call the, all the a bunch of the guys I was there with were Irish and and English and shit. So they're like, well, let's go to the Offy and buy buy some beer they call it because it's like the off license store oh, okay. you know which is not a bar basically so we went to a convenience store and bought a bunch of beer and that's how we drank the rest of the weekend because it's like this is stupid right. i can buy a fucking 12 pack for 10 bucks no kidding or i can buy one beer yeah for six i think it was a no-brainer yep you know and even and I, it, it, what's weird about the perspective of that is the six dollar beer made a 12 pack for 10 bucks seem reasonable <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. A twelve pack of Miller Light for ten bucks. <laughs> for ten bucks, oh, made that gosh, seem reasonable. Man. That's silly. That is, that's very silly. Good Lord. But I'm like, okay, so I'll, I'll buy it. I don't give a shit. I just don't want to pay another six dollars for a fucking bottle of beer. Oh no shit. Which a lot of people are like in like L.A. and shit. Are like six dollars. You got a fucking steal. Six dollar beer night. Fuck <laughs> well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck, when you were living there, didn't you, were you saying a Miller Lite was... There's one joint, like, th- I mean, there are places that are probably worse, but there was this one place that didn't seem all that bad. Yeah? Just going, and it was $8 Bud Lights. That's fucking ridiculous. Is that a place Chickless used to hang out? What's that? Did you go to a place where Chickless used to hang out <laughs> and do been. shots? He'd <laughs> <laughs> just come in by himself and do shots and then leave? <laughs> Somebody actually mentioned, I don't remember much of the case, but there was a case there in North Hollywood where some some actor... Um, he was plotting to like murder his wife, and so he brought he had a gun with him in the bar, and he was going to go home that night and was kill it the her. guy from uh, fucking Beretta? It might have been. <laughs> so he but he left the bar, and and forgot his gun in the shitter, 
So he came <laughs> back to the bar. All right. Got his gun. Walked out. Went home and killed his wife. Oh, that might have been. I can't. That this might have sounds been familiar. Robert Blake. Yes. That's the guy from Beretta. Yeah. <laughs> it was at the Starlight Lounge, I think, in North wow. Hollywood. It was just down the street from where I live. What a mess. Did he end up, he wasn't found guilty of that, though. Was I don't he? think so. How did he fucking, how did he get out of that? Uh, who knows? <laughs> it's Hollywood. That's why. <laughs> yeah. It's Hollywood. Um, yeah. You had crazy, I remember you calling me once. And my phone rings. I'm like, hello. And you're like, guess what I'm doing? I'm like, I don't know. Walking by the General Lee. Oh my God, that's right. That's, when I was, that's right, man. That's when I was working at the WB. I'm like, oh, well, thanks, thanks for calling. <laughs> yep, I, the General Lee, and then I, I got to move the Mirthmobile once. Uh, and uh, Vista Cruiser from uh, Oh Vista Cruiser, yeah, not the Mirthmobile from Wayne and Gar- oh, right, 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 Wayne's I, World. Yeah. I mixed up my hatchbacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't you say the Vista Cruiser was a pedal car? Yeah, the Vista Cruiser from uh, from that 70s, 70s show. show. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird, a weird connection, because did you know Teresa Shiratino at all? Probably not. She wasn't involved in the program. She was in my acting one class. Okay. Um, she's a working actress in Hollywood now, and her best friend is Laura Prepon. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I'll be darned. Yeah. So just different huh? Different ways making well, that connection. Making okay. that connection. You drove the Vista Cruiser. She knows love. <laughs> like uh, Jenny bought me Orange Is the New Black for Christmas, oh, or not uh, for Christmas. Off, uh, she just bought it after Thanksgiving. Okay, and I'm like, I'm really looking forward to this because uh, Trace, I some way or another worked on that show, whether it's okay back behind the scenes or what. But and I've heard it's fucking amazing. Like it was, you know, all the rage, and now that they're nominating uh, Netflix shows for Emmys, yeah, that's pretty. You know, slick. it's nominated for a couple Emmys, I think. So. Um, it'd be weird to say, hey, I know somebody who worked on an Emmy Award winning show. Kind of weird. Yeah. That wasn't the news. Yeah. I didn't. Well, I guess, yeah, Woodsy won some Emmys, didn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe he won some local Emmys. I believe he did. It's true. That's great. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are, there are a lot of people I fully expected to see at the reunion. I'm, that were not there. Yeah, I I fully I I didn't go obviously, but right. uh, but I was really thinking there'd be. Yeah, it quite wasn't, a few and maybe the, there. maybe the next day maybe some people showed up, but like I didn't see. You know, there's people that were very involved in the theater program. There are people that live in Des Moines that yeah, didn't even right. bother coming up, and it's like it's on a weekend. What are you guys? You, what are you guys? Yeah, you, you have real jobs now. You got weekends off. Come on up. Um, I had to fight to get the time off. Like I had a hard time. Yeah. And and then I didn't couldn't get I couldn't get Sunday off, so I had to drive back Saturday. No, I worked Saturday, so I had to drive back Saturday and then work Saturday evening. Oof, that sucked. I, that I bet really sucked. Not and good. it was it started to snow, oh, and luckily man. I got home just in time that I didn't get caught in the snow. Yes. I'm like I don't need this in my life. <laughs> Maybe driving back in the snow and crash or something. Go down here, but seriously that that question. Everybody. So, what have you done? Oh, uh, like how would you answer that? Like, say you were there. What would you say? Um, I'd, I'd ask in in what in what department of life? <laughs> in what regard? Yeah. <laughs> um, because you know what they're trying to get you to tell them, right? Like you know, like you know, how have you been working in the entertainment industry? 
you know, well, for the most part. You know, because most, to be honest, most of the people there aren't. No. So it's the ones that are that ask that question. And and uh, I started to tell you the story earlier. At one point, Tony and I were discussing something. The whole table is discussing something. And Tony says, ah, that, that director, that director. Uh, uh, and I go, Michael Bay? He's like, yeah, Michael Bay. And this chick across the table from me says, oh, yeah, ask the guy not in the industry, the industry-related question. And I go, I watch a lot of movies. Yeah. And then I just uh, looked at her and she goes, which I guess I should be thankful for because that's what keeps me um, employed. And I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cool story. Uh-huh. Check. Yeah, yeah. No way you're getting out of this without looking like an asshole. No, yeah. You're nice. <laughs> nice uh... yeah, it's, it's probably just one of those things you shouldn't have said. <laughs> you know? I mean, we made no. nice later and had a, had a nice evening, but it was like sometimes people forget that uh, there's a reason you have a job. And, uh, yeah. and, and I probably know more about movies than you do. Like, just because you work... Uh, in the huh. industry doesn't mean you know every movie ever made. Like, I guarantee you I have more time to watch movies than you do. <laughs> you just got done telling me you work 16-hour days. Guess what I don't do? That. And I have insurance. <laughs> you know, so I probably know more about uh, movies than you do. When I did have my state of misery in working at Warner Brothers, yeah. I, dude, I couldn't have told you anything about those shows. Yeah. Other than intricate details of that one element of that, that, that day. That wall, where that wall comes where from. Where that wall comes from. I built and, that wall. <laughs> and fuck-ups behind the scenes yeah. like of that particular element of it. Like, I don't know what the hell... No, I don't know anything about the director or the... Right, you knew about the like tech that. side of it. Like, yeah. what was being built and how it was being built and right. how it got can, where it needed to be. I can tell you intimate details about the construction and deconstruction of the set for Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> you can also... Uh, you can also explain um, the set to the T of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Poseidon. Yeah, that was a real thing. Uh, yeah, it was. It was an expensive clusterfuck. That's what that was. <laughs> now, I was thinking the other day, did, what, didn't you go to Poland? I went for, well, I went to the Czech Republic. Yeah. For when I left D.C. and went to, or left when I went, left uh, L.A. and went to D.C., my job there, the connection through it, took me to the Czech Republic because I was working as a technical director for this other production. Uh, they were do, Well, it was a live production. They were just doing a documentary. Partisan Pictures was doing a documentary of it in the Czech Republic. So if it's somebody not, asked you, what have you done? You can be like... Bitch, I went to the Czech Republic. I, <laughs> I went could, to some kind of Slovakia. <laughs> I could I could send them to a URL. It's a Defiant Requiem Film Trailer dot org. Bitches. I get seventeen cents for every year on the site. <laughs> um, oh shit! Fuck! I guess I should probably. I totally. Fuck! Uh, Misinformation Podcast dot Bandcamp dot com. Speaking oh. of money, uh, the the uh, the Christmas 2014 Christmas Spectacular is now available. Uh, over two hours, actually over three hours of audio content. Um, we uh, what we did this year was the the Christmas show ran about an hour and forty minutes. Okay, so that that is available with bonus content. So you you can go two places to purchase this on Bandcamp. Uh, you can either go to the Misinformation Christmas Spectacular 2014 uh, link on Bandcamp. Uh, it'll be over on the right hand side. Uh, or what I've done 
for uh, as kind of a treat to the listeners. We said that we would put something together so that you would get a discount if you purchased uh, last year's uh, and this year's. What what we did, what I what I actually did was I went in and uh, and we're gonna set it up so that. Uh, there's Misinformation Christmas Spectacular Complete Collection. All of the episodes of the Misinformation Podcast Christmas Spectacular are going to be available as part of one album. So that's the 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014 plus bonus features all as one album for $4.99. That's pretty killer. Uh, it's a pretty good deal. It's over 12 hours of audio. That's insane. I, I have the very, very amazing privilege of being around here while you uh, while we did the uh, we recorded the 2013. Yes, yes, yep. And it was a it was a shit show of hilarious yep. delight. Beautiful disaster it, it was. It really yeah. was. It was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, this year's was fun, and the extra bonus cast is fun. And the only way you can get the bonus cast, the only way it'll be available, is by purchasing the 2004 Christmas spe- 2014 Christmas Spectacular, either as part of the complete collection or just a, a standalone. The shitty thing about Bandcamp is each album you have to upload separately, even oh, if it's right. stuff that's already uploaded to the site. You can either buy the complete uh, collection for four ninety nine. Or you can buy, which gets you a bunch of them for free, um, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff for free if you buy the whole complete collection. That's the way I would do it. That's the best bargain. I mean, over twelve hours of audio all together in one album for four ninety nine. I know what I'm listening to for my drive back. Oh, that's, that's yeah, you know, and it should be it should be ready. It yeah. should be definitely ready because you're going back on like the second or third, right? Yeah. Oh, it'll be ready in plenty of time for that. Yeah, we'll have it up and ready. What? I don't know that I would want to listen to twelve hours of. <laughs> of my podcast, <laughs> that's that's a fucking disaster, sir. Take some breaks. Yeah, I would. I, I you know, maybe if there's any way to fucking uh, uh, bleach your brain, you could do that. <laughs> feel better. Um, I, what the hell was that? I think that was my keys. Oh, was that what was playing the music earlier? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I was still a little weirded out by that. But I'm I'm really excited about this because Bandcamp lets you gives you a lot of options of how you do things. The only the only thing I would request from them, and maybe in Bandcamp Pro they let you do it, but would be once I've uploaded an audio file, let me move it around and do oh, different right. packages with that. That would be great um, because it just make it easier on everybody because uh, it takes a long time to upload the files. So sure. if I have to upload it into four different places, oh, yeah, you know. But that, that's my plan. I want, I'm going to upload just... Uh, the 2000, well, I, I guess I'm going to have to make them all go live at the same time because I don't want somebody to feel like they got uh, gypped. Right. I don't want to be able to go in there and look because I don't want to have to do any refunds because someone wanted a different wow. package and this and that. And it's still uh, going to be a pay. Uh, there's a minimum. So like on the uh, 2004, if all you're buying is the 2014 Christmas Spectacular, it's $1.99. You get the bonus content with that. So that's over three hours of audio entertainment for $1.99. Yeah. Where the fuck can you beat that? That's if awesome. you go buy a fucking CD at Target, oh, yeah. that's going to be at the most maybe an hour. And that's going to be like 15 bucks. Unless it's an old CD, then you might be able to get it for 3 bucks. But this is brand new audio content that you can only get through Bandcamp.com. Misinformationpodcast.bandcamp.com. I, I think it's worth it. Get on it. And really, if you if you really think about it, if you really, really, really think about it, if you buy that for a dollar ninety nine, yeah, you get the three hours of spectacular Christmas goodness, right? <laughs> You've also gotten bare minimum twenty episodes of the podcast throughout the year, yeah, for free. So you add another twenty hours to that, right? You pay a dollar ninety nine. Now there is the option. If you're so inclined, if you feel that we've given you enough enjoyment, if you really want to show your appreciation, you can pay more. It allows it on Bandcamp.com. 
So if if, if you've been waiting for an opportunity to make that donation uh, to Misinformation Podcast to help us with our hosting fees, to help us with our travel to conventions so we have things to cover, uh, to help us uh, buy photography stuff so we have a, a better way of showing you what we've covered, help us buy uh, video uh, editing software and, vi- and video recording devices so that you know, we can show you the video interviews, which is something we've been doing recently, um, and feel free to give a little bit more. Oh, but we understand, you know what, it's a tough time of year. So yeah. if you just want to purchase the item, that's good enough for us too. Yeah, you, you you just got done shelling out for those, you know, that damn family, you know, buying gifts and all that. But uh, yeah, you got a couple bucks sitting around. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a good thing. Yeah, at bare minimum, you can walk away with over three hours of audio content Yeah, that's, for $1.99. That's killer. That's pretty good. And that's yours forever. Yeah. And, it's, and it comes in an audio file. So if you want to, like, fuck it up and cut it up with some audio software and make it say, like, I eat babies assholes, like, coming out of my voice... And it ju- then just use this one and and, and loop that particular right. thing because that, I just said it. Well. But yeah, <laughs> but you can also, if you want to be more creative and just cut it together yourself, you're welcome to do that. Uh, because that's the licensing that I used on it. I didn't use all rights reserved this year. Oh. Um, I gave it the licensing of you are welcome to use the audio in Take any it. way. Take it. It's yours. Just make sure, even if you've edited it and changed it, that you uh, attribute it, the original file to me. Be decent. Misinformation Productions, executive producer Zach Markley. And this is Sean Cahill visiting. <laughs> you don't have to credit Sean. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be credited under crew. The misinformation crew. That's all of us together in one big umbrella. Oh, fuck. So uh, you never told me what you got for Christmas. Oh, uh, right, right. <laughs> Besides. Uh, um, so I didn't, uh, I didn't really get shit. What, I mean, it didn't, I don't know. It didn't matter. I got I got back here, took the train back. It was killer. Uh, good time. You rode Amtrak. Rode Amtrak back, man. From Old from school. south of Aspen? Yep. Uh, north of Aspen. North of Aspen, all the way to... Mount Pleasant. Wow. Yeah. Harry Potter style. Wow. Yep. Kept yeah. my wand and my uh, good Whoa. spirits with me so I could... Uh, <laughs> no. I don't know if we want to know about what you're doing in that. Because you, you got a room on I the train, it. right? I got a room, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which... That's got to be the way to go, man. It's... It is. Like, I've never traveled. I don't know if any of our listeners have ever... If Listeners, if you've ever traveled by train um, and you have a not good story to share with us, misinformationpodcast at gmail.com. We'd like to hear your train travel stories. Oh, please do. Yeah, because There's... because Sean's selling it like it's the fucking second coming. Right. right. I mean, I, I wasn't traveling with, like, Hermione or anything. But, oh, Jesus. But she still... is so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was pretty cool. Uh, it, I don't know how it would have been if I had to sit coach. And not that I'm like some fucking elitist because I'm broke as shit, but but I couldn't imagine sitting next to some skeezy bastard for 22 hours. That's Greyhound. Oh, you right. have to worry about oh, that. Right. Right, right, right. Didn't, but didn't you also say you took the bus to the train station? Yeah, but it, yeah, but it's Aspen buses. Oh, it wasn't like a Greyhound. Bus. No, there. Uh, our our good friend Swartz once oh. took uh, the Greyhound. Craigslist Schwartz. Uh, uh, Craigslist Schwartz. Uh, he took the... I can't remember where he went. Maybe if he's listening, he can email me and remind me. Uh, he took Greyhound. I think it was actually when... I think he took Greyhound to New Jersey. Oof. When Maureen was living, still living in New Jersey, I think he took the Greyhound all the way to New Jersey. Another time he rode the train, but because he, he's afraid to fly. Of all the places to take that piece of shit, oh, God. take it into New Jersey. Oh, oh fuck. my God, man! Yeah, because you don't want anything that's probably riding the train into. But it's Swartz, so he fits right in. <laughs> like this guy can blend in with pretty much any surrounding. He's like a chameleon. 
Oh wow, he's he's. I don't know how he does it. I don't either. Like he can fit in anywhere he needs to fit in, and he just kind of dissipates in and out of thin air too. Yeah, like he's there and then he's not. Then yeah. He is again. Yeah, it's weird. I, I, but I, yeah, to take the Greyhound, I don't know. I think he only did that once, <laughs> but it was so cheap. I bet. Um, but I looked into that for something once. I looked into Greyhound. I looked into train, and I looked into flying, just to see out of curiosity what the differences of price were. And the differences in price between flying and train, not terribly different. Yeah. And it takes a lot longer to travel by train. It does. Um, because of all the stops, mostly, I would think. But Yeah, like, if you, I don't know, if you have interest in, like, getting to your destination and just doing your thing, yeah, do not take the train. If you want to use the train as part of your time, right? We want the, the experience. It is. It's relaxing. You're not. It is not stressful travel. Well, because you you're don't. You're not responsible out. for anything. No. You know. You don't have to worry about where can I stop to pee because you just pee on the train. Yeah. You don't have to worry about like, oh fuck, when am I going to get something to eat because meals are included. Yeah. You. Know, you swear to God, this is an Amtrak commercial. You don't have to. You know. You have. <laughs> you have the room to yourself. And the, now, now, let me let me make sure. Like, if you rent that room. Hmm. There's no danger that they then also book someone else in that room with you, right? No. Like, that room is yours unless you choose to share it. Exactly. Wow. Like, that, that room is... This train was jam-packed. Wow. And I was... There There was no talk or asking or anything. Like these rooms were these rooms. Like, I was... Wow. Was See, that cool. would be all right. Like, because that's one thing I don't like about flying. I don't like the close proximity. Yeah. The lack of privacy. Um, I, I, I like to be left alone. Now, do you get car sick at all? No. No. See, that, that would be my other question. It'd be like is motion sickness an issue on a train? I can't imagine it would be. There's rare, there's there's a couple spots where like if you're going slow around corners like in the mountains and stuff, it kind of jerks some. Yeah, but part of motion sickness is your your is your your body feels that you're moving, but yeah. but your eyes tell you you're not or something. That's why you're you're less likely to get motion sick if you look around a lot. When okay, at, is it when you look around? I don't know. I always drive. Like, I'm never the passenger, so I can't remember what you're supposed to You're either supposed to fix on a point in the distance, yeah. or you're supposed to move, look around. I can't remember. I don't think it's ever a danger. I mean, I this thing, man, I, I slept for like six hours straight. Yeah? Do you take your own pillow? No. Really? I mean, I'd have you, to, I'd you, have, you could. You can. I'd have to. I'd have to. Yeah, you I'd can. I mean, there's fresh linens. Yeah. Well, for every stop, but... Every stop? Well, every every time somebody changes out. Oh, using I thought you meant like every time you went to a different train station. Like, you want a new pillow? Like, all right. Sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> this one's not cool anymore. <laughs> I have my own room. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good, man. I dig it. Um, got back. Chilled out with the chilled out with the fam. Yeah. And that was about it. You know, did our, did our Christmas stuff and just good good stuff, so. We obviously did a gift exchange. We did it. We did a uh, family gift exchange, right. like extended family thing. Where uh-huh. they did a Yankee gift swap thing. Well, what'd you get in that? What is it? I get cash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so your family's uh, just as fucking inventive as my family. I, I had to put a stop to that one here. I was like, hey, if we're just all going to get gift cards, and then we're just going to exchange gift cards, yeah, can we just not do this? Let's just not give a gift card. Yeah, can we just everybody comes here and we sit around and chat and eat. And then everybody goes home. Is that fine? Yeah. And then, like, the little kids get presents? Because this is stupid. It is, man. <laughs> I, I was not a fan. The uh, I ended up... I got I, I got a gift for it to give away. Yeah. And then somebody got it and probably looked at it and was like, what the fuck is this? What was it? I, don't know, I got, like, a intro to drawing kit. Oh. It was, uh, I don't know. It seemed like it was... Something out, fun. Out there. Yeah. Something new. Should've, you should have got something uh, specific from Colorado. I could have. Like a bear. 
Someone sure. opens it up and it's like... <laughs> careful, careful with this one. Careful, careful. Just, uh, don't sneak up on it. <laughs> and as soon as you open it, climb a tree. <laughs> don't play dead. They'll eat dead shit. Oh, they ain't afraid to eat something dead. How about you? Do you need any cool? Uh, yeah, I got a lot of cool stuff, man. I got... Uh, I got the Maddie Collector uh, six-inch Walter Peck with containment unit. That is the uh, that is the gift. Very happy about it. Um, I want to open it real bad, but I don't want to open it. Like I'm at I'm at this this threshold in my life. Like I don't know. Like I've I've always preached I want to open my stuff because I like to one I like to get it out and play with it. I like to feel it in my hands. Yeah. Um, and two, it just looks better to me displayed open. Um, but then at the same time, I'm like, well. If it's not open, it's a collectible. Like it, it holds value. It increases in value. You know, right? But the containment unit works. Oh. Like you can open it up and put the trap in it. <sighs> so I, I just, I, I kind of want to open it. Well, <laughs> you know, the, it, it obey the kid in you. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, I also got uh, some uh, heated socks. What now? Heated heated socks. How does that work? You, you put them on and you put nine volt batteries in them, and they warm your feet. And then I got uh, this thing, this neck warmer that you put uh, hand warmers in, warms your neck. Uh, I got some regular socks, which I actually asked for, <laughs> because a lot of my socks, uh, my long socks, the elastic is all sprung in them, oh, so they just kind of fall down my shin, and that, that's uncomfortable. I don't like the way that feels. Okay. Um, and then uh, I got uh, the new Walking Dead hardcover book, oh. uh, The Descent, Walking Dead Descent. It follows uh, Woodbury. After the governor's death, okay. and what happens, and the people that they, the the community that they build, then post governor, and the people that they meet and encounter after that, um, I got a record player, uh, Audio Technica, the same company that makes our microphones and my headphones. Yeah, absolutely, um, great. they they make an, a nice uh, entry level uh, uh, turntable. That nice. I've been wanting to get into vinyl for a while, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, and then uh, what else did I get? Some. I think that pretty much does. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, beer brewing kit. Oh, nice. Yeah, I hope I have the patience for it. Fingers crossed. Um, and then uh, also I got a uh, an LP gauge for my grill oh. to tell me when the, the LP tank is approaching emptiness. Oh, that's pretty close. Yeah, that's that'll be nice because, you know, you can tell by lifting it, but if your LP tank is in the grill stand correctly, right. it's 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 bolted down yep. so it doesn't fall over. And then you have to unbolt it, lift it, see how heavy it is. This way it'll nice. just tell me. Nice. So I'm kind of excited about that. I get excited about just really simple shit anymore. My, my wife's a really good gift buyer. Nice. Like she'll buy, she buys a lot of shit that I would like to have, but there's no way I would ever buy for myself. <laughs> like the record player is a perfect example. That's definitely a good gift buyer there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, you know, I've been talking for years about, God, I really wish I had a record player. I had a, a Steve Martin comedy uh, LP that I've had for like 30 years that I've never listened to. So the other day, uh, I put that on while I was working on my TV and listened to that. Uh, I've discovered that uh, Steve Martin, uh, he's a visual comedian. You really need to watch him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's listening to him. Just doesn't do anything for me. It was kind of neat to hear King Tut on vinyl, though. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tucson, Arizona, way to Babylonia, King Tut. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I got, I got, I was pretty happy with that stuff. We don't really do gifts at my folks' place anymore um, uh, because mostly we do that at gift exchange, though, where everybody brings a gift. And then we did it weird this year where everybody sits there with this pile of gifts, right? Yeah. And then every, there's everybody gets a number. is on the backs of our chairs. I got number one, so I had to pick first. So I just grab a gift, sit it in front of me. Everybody then grabs a gift. 
So it doesn't matter what you get because then the next thing is, all right, whoever the number one person, which is me, uh, trade with the person to your left. So that a bunch of that shit goes on, then you just end up with a gift. It used to be um, if you're number one, you had to pick from the pile. Number yep. two could either take yours yep, because you've already opened it. You could either take yours or take from the pile, and then it would just continue down. You, you wanted a high number yep. because then you had the choice of all these gifts you've already seen, or you could gamble and take the one in the middle, you know. Way smarter, just take from somebody, and then yeah. you know it was fun because people were like, "God damn it, I wanted to keep that." And you're an asshole, and somebody gets stabbed in the neck, and yeah, the ambulance like, gets called. That's kids Christmas. are crying. Yeah, kids are crying. There's spilled vodka everywhere. It's terrible. <laughs> um, so we did. I ended up with a actually a pretty sweet uh, LED work light. Okay. Um, didn't know what it was. I pull it out, and actually, I didn't even get out of the case yet. And I'm fucking with the button. And I turned it on, and I'm like, holy shit, it is so fucking bright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I actually used it when I was uh, soldering my TV power supply. Awesome. I needed a little extra light, and it worked fantastically. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I bought my, or I, um, for my parents, uh, both sets of parents, I took family pictures, uh, did family right. pictures of my, my family and my sister's family, and then had them mounted. Uh, for my mom, we did them on faux canvas. Okay. Uh, full canvas block that she can hang on the wall, and then my dad, I had him mounted on these boxes that Walmart does. Okay, like and so, yeah, so that was a nice gift. Awesome. The bad thing about a gift like that is you can really only do it one year. Uh, yeah, Can't but... get away with doing it every year. And <laughs> the overhead for me is not uh, very high because I have my own right. photography studio in my garage. So it's just like, hey, bring the kids over, doing some pictures. I got to Photoshop one kid's head on from a different picture because she only smiled once. <laughs> you know, it's not a whole lot of work. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. it was good. It was nice, good. man. Yeah, it was. Uh, Christmas is a big deal around here. That's good. So, All right. Um, you can tell from my lights and shit that I still have. You've got your lights up, and uh, your daughter's got some like, extensive gift collection. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, fuck that little kid, man. <laughs> Seriously, I wish somebody would have bought her a book. Like, it's just toys after toys after toys. I, that ball pit is a son of a bitch. That thing is enormous. It's got some size to it. Well, and we moved our uh, we moved our furniture around to make room for the Christmas tree. And I think we're going to have to leave our furniture where it's at and put the ball pit where the Christmas tree is. Because oh, it has 250 plastic balls in it. Oh, my God. I mean, granted, it, it's a lot easier than taking her to Chuck E. Cheese and without nearly as much piss and shit in the pit. But uh, why the fuck? When, when we opened it and Jenny put it together, she goes, I'm going to be honest. This is a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Nice. Speaking of presents, I I need to. This is fucking amazing, dude. Uh, we bought Ellie a uh, um a Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Little People house. It's the dwarfs house, you know, um, from yeah. Snow White. And uh, in the in the box is it's a, it's made by uh, Place Play School. Okay, is that, the, is that the name of the company? Play yeah, School? that's one. Yeah, yeah, and um. There's a wall, a purple wall that's part of the house. The whole house opens up on hinges, and right. there's a purple wall, and it was missing. It wasn't in the box. Um, so I said, well, you know, maybe just get a hold of the company that makes it and um, see what they say, and, you know, we'll go from there. You know, hopefully they'll help you out. So Jenny emailed PlaySchool um, and explained the situation to them. And normally uh, – when I talk about shit on the show, it's bad customer service. Like, don't shop at this place anymore. They're assholes. I'm going to read you the email that Play School sent her okay. back. Hi, Jennifer. I hope all is well there. I'm sorry to hear that the purple wall in the Snow White Cottage is missing uh, when you open the package, especially as this is a Christmas gift. Your daughter must have been disappointed. She was inconsolable. 
Like we couldn't, we couldn't calm her down. Like, I, look, we know, we understand. We understand the dwarves will get cold. Okay, we're, we're, we'll put some insulation up. We'll try. We'll build them all. We'll we'll make this work. We'll make this happen. And she calmed down a little bit. Uh, we gave her an animal cracker, and then she was fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's fucking 15 months. She doesn't know they're supposed to be. We lost, she doesn't even know we lost Dopey. He did yeah. freeze to death. Yeah, he froze to death. But it's because he was too stupid to come in from out of the cold. Yeah, yeah she fucking doesn't. But I, I, I like I like where they're going with this. Regret, regret, no. Regrettably, I don't have either that part or the replacement cottage in stock. Oh, man, shitty, right? Um, what I can do is I will issue you a voucher for the approximate retail value of the product of $30 to cover the cost. If it was more than this, please let us know. The voucher is good at any major retailer in stores, not online. You will get it within the next 14 business days, and you can use it on any, uh, not play schools, uh, on any Fisher Price or Mattel product. Okay. So this is Fisher Price and Mattel, which is, uh, I'll add something at the end of this. Uh, thanks for reaching out to me today, Jennifer. I hope your Christmas is going well. Otherwise, all the best, Laura P., Consumer Ser- Services Associate. Holy shit, Laura P. Laura P. I like fucking name. solid shit. That's Secondly, good. could you transfer to Maddie Collector, uh, Division of Mattel, uh, and bitch slap those motherfuckers around a little bit, Laura? Because uh, I had an issue with my hoverboard. Oh, and uh, did you did you ever hear that story about the decals on the yeah. hoverboard? Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. Um, and they were fucking assholes about it. Oh my like God. they're like, no, there's nothing we can do for you. It's past the it's past the warranty period. I'm like, I all I want is a sticker sheet. Right. Just send me a sticker sheet. I'll hit the motherfucker with a blow dryer and pull the old stickers off and put yeah. new stickers on. Uh, and I'll use some spray adhesive on the back of them so they don't fucking let loose. And they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't help me out. They wouldn't nothing. They would. Do, they refuse to do anything for me. And then I emailed him back and forth a few times. I'm like, so what you're telling me is this is an adult collectible line of product that is designed not to be used, not to be played with. It sat on a shelf for six months, and all the stickers bubbled up and tried to peel off. You're telling me that's that's product uh, quality that you're okay with? Laura P. would have fucking taken care of me. Laura P., where are you at when we need you? Seriously, Laura P., I should, I should have Jenny email her, email her and be like, hey, well, I got you on the line. My husband has had this issue with his fucking mother, uh, hoverboard uh, for several years. He's been trying to get the stickers. He, all he wants is a sticker sheet for it, you know. I, but I was really impressed. I thought that was really cool that uh, Fisher Price would be that accommodating. Yeah. And Jenny only paid fourteen ninety nine for the nice for the toy when she bought it. Um, I did tell her though. I was like, you really should, because I feel bad that like sh- my kid has a broken toy, and there's nothing you can do about that. With a voucher, I was like, "Go to Walmart and see if they have any more of them, and just see if they'll just grab the piece that you're missing out of right. one of their boxes, and then just defect in-store defect their theirs out." I don't know why they wouldn't, um, but we have had a lot of fucking trouble with Walmart lately. Well, you know, there's the, one. Here's what well, they did right, but <laughs> twice now we've done in-store pickup at Walmart, right? Uh, my stepmom sent, uh, something up for, for a little kid and Jenny went to Walmart to pick it up and she says, they ask what her name is and she says, Jennifer Barclay. And they look through the stuff and they're like, no, we don't have it. She's like, it, I've got the email. The email right here says that you have it. They look through again. No, but don't have it. She's like, I have the email with the confirmation number saying it is at this store. And they're like, well, is it possible it's at a different store? She's like, it says, read the email. Like, she gives them the email, like, read the email, it's on here. They go back and look again, they're like, oh, oh, we were looking under Jennifer, here it is under Jenny. Which, alphabetically, 
if you're looking, if things are filed by first name, which is stupid, why would you file anything by first name? Right. Um, Jenny still comes before Jenny Fur. Yes. Alphabetically. Sure does. <laughs> like nothing comes before something. Oh my god, dude, it's so ridiculous. <sighs> Incredible. <laughs> so that's that. I I send in because you can go online and submit your photos uh, for the photo uh, department okay. at Walmart. So I send those in and have them printed at the Walmart in Sierra Vista, Arizona. Okay. So that I don't have to ship it. I can just have my stepmom go in and pick up their Christmas gift. I get the confirmation email saying they're, they're ready for pickup. I actually ordered them three. I ordered them 11 by 14, uh, an 8 by 10, and then a 4 by 6. Or a 5 by 7. The, the 8 by 10 and the f- uh, 5 by 7 were ready for pickup. They said that they had to send the 11 by 14 had to be printed off-site and sent to the store. Okay, no big deal. So it said that the the other two were done, like one-hour photo. They were finished. So she goes there after or before work to pick them up. They tell her they don't have them. I'm like, God damn it. They're like, maybe it's under a different name. I'm like, no, I very clearly put you as the pickup person. I'm looking at the email as I'm texting her. I'm like, it has you listed. So she she they won't let her. Obviously, there's nothing for them to give her to pick up, so she goes to work. She tried to swing in before work. Yeah. When you go in tonight after work, ask for a manager. Tell them we've had several issues with picking things up, site to store, and stuff ordered over the internet. You want to talk to a manager? Get this figured out. Like, this is ridiculous. So she goes in. She e- she texts me and asks me to email her the confirmation uh, email to another address, email address. So I send it to her, and then right after I send it, she's like, oh, they've got it. They're here. I'm like, how hard is that? Like you've got a couple bins to check. Right. Like, alphabetized shit by people's last name. You know, like, if they put it in under Jennifer, right, that's the, like, third most common first name of women in the United States. Uh, well, that pre-immigration reform, like, now it could be anything. But, but, you know, like, it's like, wouldn't it be easier to go by last names and then break it down to first names? Otherwise, you could have... 45 fucking Jennifers, but I guarantee there's going to be one Barclay. You know? Like, don't be fucking ridiculous. So, my stepmom had to go go through two trips to Walmart, and they had it the entire time. They just weren't looking in the right place again. That sounds abysmal. Well, can you you tell me, in a a world where, obviously, Walmart will hire anybody, people are still looking for jobs? Saying they can't find any? Bullshit. Because it is clear to me, after shopping there, for as long as I have... If you go to Walmart, you will see people that are unemployable in any other industry in the United States that have been given jobs. So don't ever fucking tell me you cannot get a job because you're underqualified. Right. This has been episode 247 of Misinformation Podcast. Thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. With you as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Sean.
It's like a fat man trying to turn over in his sleep in a Japanese microtel. You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.